0: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance.
1: Welcome back to the Sonic Cinema Productions podcast. I am your host, writer and producer Jack Ward, and we're nearly finished our re-listen of Gate. This time it's episode eight. Uh, One of our great actors in tonight's show was Charles T. Conrad, but I think he should just shorten his name to Rad. I met Charles on a set of another do-it-yourself movie. I volunteered to act and I probably shouldn't have. I was so nervous I could barely talk. I had never had a speaking part on a movie set, even if it was a shoestring budget kind. I I hope I never do again. That day aged me. (laughs) What didn't was Charles. The man was the very image of professionalism and confidence and he did his best to keep me relaxed. I swear though, if, if I were a wild horse, I think poor Charles would have given up trying to tame me that day. So as we keep that in mind, we're going to move into Runner's High with Episode 8.
2: Hey! Excuse me, this is private property. I thought this was a school. It is. That is, it was. I thought public schools... We're by nature public. That may indeed be true, but that doesn't mean you don't need to have permission to be on one. And as you can see, this is not much of a school any longer. What happened here? We're still trying to assess that. Did you see those burn marks? There's burn marks everywhere. There was a fire. Here. Right where I'm standing. No, I... That's strange. They look like they're... In the
3: shape of a body. Like someone laid down and burst into
2: flames. Spontaneous combustion? What's next? Alien... Death rays? I've seen stranger things. Well, the police are still investigating. And unless you're with them, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Why are you here? I'm Vice Principal Milner. This is my... used to be my school. So, why are you here? I'm afraid I'm going to have to insist you leave right now. All right. You want a cigarette? Yes, if you will, please. Mister. I'm leaving. And the name's
3: McNeil. Dermot McNeil. I think my sister used to go here.
4: see you. I know you're mad. Mad? Mad? What makes you think I'm mad? Well, you're pulling on a locker door that's obviously... Where did you go last night? I needed some
0: air.
5: There you guys are. Can you believe this place?
0: Needed some air? After everything that's happened?
4: Yeah, after everything that's happened. It's like a maze in here.
0: I looked for you. Well, I'm
4: sorry. You don't sound sorry.
5: And what's with the lockers? No locks, just keys? Maybe
4: I'm not. So now the truth comes out.
5: Can you imagine how many keys that would be? Now you want to talk
4: truth? That's like hundreds they have to keep straight.
0: What's that supposed to mean?
4: What if a student loses a key? It means maybe I'm allowed to have a secret or two. What are you talking about?
5: They've got to have extras. Like, a whole room full of them. It's
4: not like you're keeping anything from me, is it? What the hell are you talking about? Like you don't already know.
5: She's talking about you being at the homespun brew when you said... Don't take
4: her side. I'm not. So
2: you're on her. Oh, for heaven's sakes. It's times like this I'm glad I'm gay. Good for you, Mr. Meeks. Mr. Milner. Might I recommend you not yell that bit of information in the halls? Of course. I... I'm late for a class. Miss Katzenberger, Miss McNeil.
4: Mr. Milner.
2: If you could follow me, please, gate to my... Mr. Porter's office. Gladly. I think it's this way.
0: No one's gladder than I am. Gladdy, glad, glad the impaler. That's me. (laughs) Well, that went well. Ow. What? Yeah, you. Keep walking, jockily. Ow.
2: Mr. Porter's promised to vacate his office when our students are. Gate? Do I know you? Yes, Gate. This is Dermot McNeil. He's your. Brother. I'm your brother. Do you mind if we talk privately?
4: My. Of brother? Of
2: course. I'll. I'll be outside if you need anything, Thank Gate. Thank
4: you. So. You're my brother. How long? What do you mean, how long?
3: How long have you been the gate?
4: That's just what. I don't know what you mean.
3: Look, i followed alumnia all the way here from Preston, and the underword is that the latest gate was here. Latest... Which means I knew dear old Mom and Dad had gotten their fondest wish. You don't know? Know what? They're dead. Who? Mom and Dad. I don't believe it.
4: I didn't either, but it's true.
3: The coven is smarter than that. Coven? Jeez, don't you know anything?
4: No, I don't know anything... I woke up this way and everything's changed and... Didn't you ever wonder? Of course I did.
3: Why didn't you ask?
4: Because they said it was normal.
3: Who did? Mom and Dad! Those sons of bitches. What? So they didn't tell you about the gate.
4: That's what I've been trying to tell you.
3: You're lucky to be alive. There must be unrest in the coven. Confusion. Either they're all dead or they don't know exactly what to do with you.
4: Who are the coven? What is going on? Why are you here?
3: I'm tracking a demon. Perhaps the oldest one in existence.
5: Smart of you to cover up like that. The sun hurts. Gonna hurt a whole lot more. I'd recommend you stay indoors. Pretty soon, even that cloak veil, and hat won't do anything. So thirsty. I'm impressed, though. You found me. Most don't find me. Most know better. Why did you do this to me? Is that why you came here? To ask me that? To take it away. (laughs) Now why would I do that? It hurts. Torment is supposed to. Used to be. There was a day when people thought pain was a good thing. Reminded them they were alive. Easier then. So much easier. Please, take it away. Look at you. You're thinning out. Pretty soon you'll be as dry as a twig, and a bright light will set you ablaze. I figure you already know how to slow that down. That boy? Yeah. Looks like you left a bit of him on your chin. No. The other side. Ease the pain. The thirst. Only for a little while, though. Yes. See? You young folks need to take the good with the bad. Why? Because life is... Why
4: did you do this to me?
5: Because I hunger. Because I have been around before your kind had teats to feed its young. Because I will be here long after your kind has rotted into the ashes of memory. But why? Because I feed. And those I feed on have a taste of my immortality. The most intimate of moments. Forget love, forget sex. When I feast on your vitals, you taste a portion of what it is to be me. And through death itself, Carry that on with you. I never want it. I can't even cry. Tears are just an increase of blood flow to the face. They sweeten the taste. And you're no longer ripe. What must I do? Do you want this to end? Yes! I can't live like this. You can't live at all. But I can end it. Please! There's someone far more worthy than you. Someone who I must protect. And to do that, I need to isolate her from anyone else. She would seek solace. I need you to feed again. Who? Mr. Scheme is planning a massacre tonight. One missing girl won't matter to the police. Not for a while. Who must I kill? Her name is Lyra Katzenberger. Here's one of her scarves. She carelessly left it on the bus. Lyra. Find her as you found me. End her, and I will end this. <sighs>
6: I, uh, I think you might have winged him.
4: Tired. That's all.
6: You don't look tired. <clears throat> you look annoyed. Mac? Mac! Easy, crazy. Watch the crutches. Oh,
4: I'm I'm just happy you're okay. That's all. I thought...
6: And cracked ribs. Broken ankle. And uh, scrambled my noodle a little. But the doc says I'll be okay.
4: But in the hospital, he asked for your parents. He said... Uh, I
6: know. I got the same reaction from Mr. Milner. Well, minus the bear hug. And I guess he just meant there were some insurance numbers he needed.
4: How are your parents?
6: You know, parents. They didn't want me going to school today. Practically pleaded for me to stay home.
4: Why didn't you? You're all bruised up and...
6: I wanted to see you. Me? I wanted to thank you. Thank me? When that thing destroyed the school, I thought... Well, I thought that was it. I just... I heard what you said. You did? Yeah. I was wondering... Yeah? A bunch of us, from school. We're going down to the beach tonight. The beach? Yeah. We figured, maybe getting out of town for a while. It might just be what we need, you know? A little campfire, a little tunes, a little marshmallows, some drinks. I was wondering... Yes? If you'd... I don't know. If I was going to see you there?
4: Um, Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that would be alright. I mean, yeah, sure.
6: Cool. So, you hit a punching bag before?
4: Does it show that bad?
6: Well, I have some experience. Really? I'm a boy, I watch Ultimate Fighting, and I took some freestyle martial arts.
4: Any pointers?
6: Well, to start off with, keep your thumb outside of your fingers. Don't hit anything tucking them in. I do that? You'll break your knuckle if you actually hit something that way. You might think so.
3: You know, there's an easier way to do that.
0: I'm sorry. Were you talking to me?
3: I'm just saying that the lockers that are unlocked have a green circle. When they're locked, there's a red one.
0: They give that little tutorial for East Sun students?
3: (laughs) Oh, I'm not a student here. No? No. I'm just here looking for Gate.
0: Of course you are. You know her? On some days, I'm her best friend. Did you see her? Not in the last ten minutes.
3: She just ran out of the office. What's her problem, anyway?
0: That's what I'd like to know.
3: Well, sorry to bother you. If you see her...
0: Hey, if you're looking for her, is there's going to be a party at the beach tonight.
3: Is she going to be there?
0: I can't tell you anymore about that girl. Are you going? Why you ask?
3: If you're planning to go, maybe we can find her together. You and me? Sure. Why not? You got a ride?
0: I don't think I can swing a ride.
3: We'll take my bike. Bike? Harley. Do you want a ride?
0: Harley? Are you kidding?
3: See you at dusk then.
0: 8.44.
3: You know when dusk is? Hmm. A girl after my own heart. See you then.
0: You wish. Maybe.
6: There you are, crazy. Wondered where you went to. Did you want something?
4: No, I'm okay. Really? I'm sorry. I thought if I came here, I would get away from it all. And I can get away from everything. Everything but me. What do you mean? Have you seen the way they look at me? Who? Everyone. What way? You really don't see it, do you? See what? This. My face. My arms. These marks are everywhere. Everywhere? Perv?
6: Ow. Why'd you hit me?
4: (laughs) Sorry. It's something Lyra and I do.
6: You talk to her yet? No. You know she wants to talk to you, too.
4: Does she say that?
6: No. No. But she keeps looking over at you.
4: I just don't... I can't trust anybody right now. Anybody? Well, maybe one person.
6: That's better.
4: There's this old man I. Know. Hey! <laughs> no!
6: Hey! Did you.
0: Wanna go for a walk?
3: Uh. Sure.
0: It's just really noisy.
3: Kate's just at the beach. Why don't we.
0: Let's go down the other side.
3: Okay. So. How long have you and Kate been friends?
0: About three years.
3: Where did you meet?
0: I don't know, at school or something.
3: I thought she was homeschooled. The whole you ask
0: a lot of questions about Kate. Are you interested in her or something?
3: No. Oh, God, no. I don't care if she's adopted. That's just
0: wait a minute. Kate's adopted?
3: Sure. Didn't you know?
0: No, I didn't.
3: Maybe she doesn't even know herself.
0: How do you know? I'm her brother. Shut it. <laughs>
3: Hey, no fair.
0: Ah, I got sand all over me. It's all in my hair. Hot.
3: It doesn't look so bad. No. No. In fact, it looks.
0: What? Shh.
3: Something's wrong.
0: I'll say there is.
3: We're being watched.
0: So, let him.
3: Lyra, I'm not playing.
0: to be kidding me you're a vampire great i'm about to be kissed and now you come embrace me
3: lyra get out of here
0: it's okay really funny thing you'll laugh when i tell you gate i told you what happen. we should have come to the beach we never come to the beach
1: crutch what oh right you may all
2: live if you leave me lyra
3: that's not gonna
4: happen not while i'm here
1: gate that
0: hurt you you're
6: stronger
0: stronger than
6: you oh.
3: die lumnia This still hurts not much longer she can't move putting it through the heart paralyzes me
5: gate are you okay
4: yes I'm, I'm a little shocked it's not like before i'm not as Alumnia
3: isn't a real demon just sired from one
4: lamia isn't that
3: vampire is only sired from another one like it if a vampire is created from the old one then it's alumnia, strong
6: Thanks. No problem, man. Although, I really wish you didn't break that crutch. I'm just renting them. I'll buy you a new one.
4: You okay, Lai? Yes.
0: What's wrong? I don't know which to be more disappointed about. What about you?
4: Honestly, I'm getting into this whole thing.
6: And that's why I call you crazy.
3: <sighs> what do we do with the bloodsucker? Unless you have a silver sickle blessed by monks.
6: You don't, do you? Ah... Off the back of my house. Me too. You're not kidding, are you?
3: We just have to wait until sunrise. It won't be pretty. You best go back. I'll tend to this. Wait a minute. Are we serious? Are you actually telling me that she's a vampire? Been tracking her for over a week now. She headed back here.
4: And that's why you're here.
3: That's why I came. Take me home. But.
4: Please. Sure.
3: Sure you better go with them, Lyra.
4: But I
0: thought.
3: Just go with them.
0: Fine.
4: Lyra, I, I'm sorry.
0: It's okay. I'm beginning to understand it's your upbringing. What
4: does that mean?
3: Looks like the party's over. Hurts. Not much longer, a couple more hours. By the time someone thinks to call the cops, it'll only be me here. Why? Because they can. Because we don't matter to them. It's not fair. We'll never get as much joy out of killing them as they do us. It hurts. Remember when you were young? Remember when you saw the sun rise before anyone else was up? (gasps) I'll stay with you. It's that beautiful. I promise.
4: All
1: right, if we can get this started, I'll take questions in a minute. Thanks for bringing all the food. I know you know that things have uh, changed a little drastically. Darren and Samantha haven't had the opportunity to tell the gate exactly who or what she was. (laughs) Please, we've got a lot of decisions to make tonight, and some of you have come from a far distance. I I think you've heard by now that Samarin has survived. And that he's on his way. Now, the Shinhoi are not allowed to interfere, but he's allowed to give advice to any <coughs> to any party. My concerns are whether or not he can rein in or harness our gate to be certain she can be used for good and not ill. As you well know, a gate gone rogue is almost as bad as no gate at all. The hidden railroad has passed messages from many of the other covens. There are others preparing to fashion a new gate in time if we choose. (coughs) (coughs) If we choose.
0: Hello?
6: I think you're right, Mr. Scheme. Everyone is quite dead in here. Oh, my. Except one. Did you not eat the cookies or drink the tea? Can't you talk? Not unless he's holding
0: one of me as you are.
6: Oh, I see.
0: Go back to your domicile and wait for instructions. You will forget about this night. He did not look happy, Mr. Scheme. He's a rather new minion. And these people were his friends.
6: What shall we do now?
0: I hear there's been a rash of gas leaks in this town. Yes. Yes, of course. Turn on the stove. Let it fill the house. We'll stick some cutlery in the microwave. One spark. You're so clever, Mr. Scheme. We've only just begun. And thus, the world's undone.
1: Gate. Episode 8, Runner's High, was written and produced by Jack J. Ward and recorded and edited by Shannon Hilchey, with post-production by Jack J. Ward, original music by Sharon Bean, starring in the cast, Ellen O'Hara as Gabe McNeil, Laura McDonald as Lyra Katzenberger, with Joe Flynn as Charles Millman, and Alan Titchwell as both Walter Meeks and the grandfather he. Matt Gale was no longer comatose Mac Richards. Shannon Hilchey was both Jay Solowski and Mr. Steve. And Jack Ward as the dead Charlie Babbage. And introducing Charles T. Conrad as Dermot McNeil. This week's special guest star is Angie Hartman as Elaine. Gate is an original series by Jack J. Ward, and all rights and reserves for all characters and stories are held within the author. Next week, stay tuned for the conclusion of Gate. This has been a Sonic Cinema production. Angie Hartland was another find from that movie shoot Charles was in. Oh, She's become a great friend, although we don't talk much anymore. And she's a great writer about her own pain. Angie did amazingly as Elaine, and I wrote the part larger than I had originally intended because of her work. But the ending of that character, oh, it still gives me a tear in my eye. It's actually one of the things that really, really breaks me up when I think about it. But what will break me up more is if you don't come back next week for Episode 9, Grandfatheringly Clause. So thank you so much for coming, and I'll see you next week.